This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. Uh, today, I am Matthew Deering. Today, I'm Matthew Deering. That's, that's what Just I today? Not so yesterday. Today. Not yeah. tomorrow. Today, we've got with us uh, Shay hey, Topol and Joey Sweeney. Hello, everybody. Shay just got back from a little three-day wedding bender. Oh, man. Down in Florence? Is this yes. right? Yeah. My best friend got married in Florence, Arizona, conveniently, like, right next to the prisons. And it was so funny. Even the um, the wedding coordinator, like, said it in her speech. <laughs> oh, no, she did not. Oh, yeah, for real. She was like... Um, What'd she say? She goes, "Welcome to Florence, where you'll where you'll see six prisons around us." Oh no! Whatever. Oh and, my god! But I, half of me kind of liked it because right. I was like, "That's dope that you own the fact that nobody lives here. No, nobody <laughs> ever wa- ever wants to come out here." Yeah. But but it's this venue in in the middle of the ugliest part of Arizona, right? But it's this stunning, gorgeous place that they've put in the middle of nowhere. Interesting. And I, I liked it. I was like, that's cool. Like, that's cool that you bring light to the fact that, that n- nobody wants to be in Florence, Arizona. I'm done uh, with that. You yeah. know, but, and part of it too is like, you watch all the people. It was, it was a great two days. It really was. I told, I told my friend, I said, I'm more stressed about your wedding than I was about mine, for sure. That's because <laughs> you're such a good person. I, I gotta well, tell man. you. Big facts. <laughs> Thank that's you. The, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> if you really care and love about, love somebody, you're going to be totally focused on them and that's that's what you were that's really cool yeah and it was it was cool too because I was I kept telling her because so many people told me this and then you go through it and then you believe it but you can't believe it until you've gone through it Mm -hmm. but it it really is so sad that you spend a year or more um, planning and spending money and doing this and that and dreaming of this perfect day and it really does go by so quickly and I told her funny enough because I went to um and and you know it's I I'm sorry to interrupt no, you but okay. I feel like it's like anything else where you you plan like you said this perfect day and it's it's not going to be perfect no it just isn't be I mean it 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 won't it won't be perfect there, but what's interesting is the things that go wrong become the memories yeah and become the the thing you look back on and go oh like that thing remember when that thing happened yeah. we were late and it was crazy and then we got there and it was still great and that's what makes it. That's what makes it your day and and special to you. And and you had told me, Matt, when Jake and I were going to his Christmas party that was located next door to where we got married. And (laughs) Matt was like, you know, take like mental snapshots in your brain and remember that day because I got married at the place right next door a year ago. And I told Brenda that I was like, take a moment where you can just sit by yourself and survey everyone that's around you and everybody who who got in their cars and drove to Florence, Arizona to be here because you wanted them there. Yeah. And um, because there's so much stress that goes into, you know, the people that RSVP that that didn't show up or the other way around. And I'm like, Brenna, at the end of the day, first of all, you won't think twice about who's there. Mm -hmm. You get to make this commitment that you've dreamt about for so long. And then you get to, and I wrote her a letter and I said, this isn't the start of the rest of your life. Like everybody says, this is just a continuation of this, this new best version of yourself that you now have a partner that is in it with you. Yeah. And that's Mm. what you made the commitment for. And it it couldn't have been a more beautiful day. And we just had fun and relaxed. And, um, and I know she's probably going through the wedding hangover, um, probably both 
terms of that word, but <laughs> she's probably going through that hangover. It's this like lull that you get because it's just over. Right. You know, right. and that's that's the issue in life. Actually, if you if you focus too much of like your goals onto a thing. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about yeah. this tomorrow, the, this goal setting idea in our workshop. But one of the things that's so important is to check in on your goals and then to make sure that you're always moving them and adjusting them, yeah. adjusting your sales. And, and yes, celebrate when you hit a milestone. But ideally, by the time you're celebrating, you've already got your sights on the next thing. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you hit your goal, which is which is awesome. Like, yeah. and then you 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 hit the lull immediately afterward. And and what's I think what's funny about marriage is you get it's it's so typical when you get married, and then it's when you're having kids, when you're buying a house, blah blah blah. And and I think it's different. Like going back to what you said, Matt, about restructuring your goals, and instead of saying I want to lose X amount of weight, I want to you know run every day. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. we talked about that and. I, I was talking to her about this and I was like, you know, people are going to ask, what's the next plan? When are you buying a house? When are you doing this? All those big milestones are huge, but focus on the, the everyday milestones, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like <laughs> all those, all those little things that you make those decisions together. Um, and those are milestones in itself instead of focusing on, okay, when is, when do, when am I going to get to the next thing that society tells me I need to get to? You know, yeah. you know what's funny is my favorite part about you and Jake's wedding actually was not the wedding itself because obviously had a great time. Like we had a bunch of people that were there in mm-hmm. community supporting. Like we all got to be at a table together. It was a ton of fun. But my favorite part of your wedding was actually seeing the picture of you and Jake at In and Out afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> seriously, because because uh, because I remember you guys were on keto at the time for yeah. like the longest time yeah like literally probably six months it was six months of no no carbs like zero like crazy yeah so then i saw that and i was like oh no way that's so cool <laughs> yeah like that's how you guys went out and celebrated and like you were both smiling you were still in your dress he was still in his tux and yeah. i was like it warmed my heart so much and it was so funny because like of course the wedding was fun of course i yeah. had memories there but like that was my favorite part yeah was seeing the aftermath and like like you guys not having that hangover right away like enjoying the moment all the way yeah until the end you know and that that was just cool i i literally it's engraved in my brain i remember it <laughs> i may be the only girl that went in and out after her wedding in her <laughs> wedding gown but you know that's part of what makes our story so fun that's amazing so today I wanted to talk a little bit about a form of listening, um, and that is that is maybe perhaps the most obvious form, which is just what happens when you stop talking, just being quiet, and 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 what does that mean? Should we should we just be silent for five minutes on the <laughs> podcast and just end it? Just end it right well, there. Well, just we could do it. that, but then you know, then people won't know if we're ever coming no. back. And, you know. They just hear the espresso machine in the background. Yeah. So this this concept is written all over, you know, every every you know motivational seminar, and, and it's all over the Bible. You know, God, you know, you've heard the saying, "God gives you two two ears and one mouth for a reason," etc. But you really do need to be careful about the words that come out of your mouth, right? And I, I just believe there is this sense of um, 
fulfillment and and you can you can go next level by just learning to be quiet but it's not just not talking though there's there's so much more to it like what are you doing with that space do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah I think that's something that I've struggled with um for so long and I've gotten to the point where I recognize it and I know when I'm doing it and there's there's so there's times where I, I have a very tight circle of friends um but there's still certain things that I keep I'm pretty private um until I talk to the people that I that I know I can trust but I'm one of those people that will I'm kind of like a vault so people will tell me all their secrets and tell me all their stuff and then (laughs) I will get to a point with someone where I tell them something and then I immediately regret it Mm. and I'm like why did and this is no offense to that person but in my head I was like I didn't I didn't owe you that I didn't owe you me telling you something personal about myself to fill space Mm -hmm. There was no reason I needed to do that. And now I have unlocked a tiny part of myself and given it to you um, who didn't need to know the information, probably didn't care, and now, now has a key to that. Yeah. And that's all on me because I was, one, maybe trying to be relatable, wanted to be liked, or um, was uncomfortable with silence. Well, and let's let's you know? let's even drive that same idea and something that that truthfully, Shay, you've worked through here, mm-hmm. and maybe you're still working through it as I am and whatnot. But you're, um, you know, this totally relates to business and it relates to 100%. acting. But it relates it relates when you're when a, a, a client comes in or somebody that you know if if anybody's in sales, which by the way everybody's in sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you start to talk and you say too much. You lose every time, and that that mm-hmm. was such a weird thing for me to, to for me to understand because I had told Matt when I first started working here that I had previously worked at a place where we kind of had like a and I got so good at it of having this script of things that people needed to know, mm-hmm. and then once I got everything out, it was no longer on me because mm, right. I I got to get all the information out that they possibly needed to know, and then I could answer questions thus far, but. What I realized after Matt coaching was that um, I wasn't listening to what they needed at all. I was really just making things harder on myself because in my head I was like, well, if I give them all the information, then it can't come back on me. But, you know, so if somebody calls in and says, "Um, where are you guys located? Right. And I answer with, let me tell you every single thing we've done in the past three years. <laughs> we started in, in 2007 yeah, exactly. in the doctor's like, office. And, and what Matt said, every time we'll do like sales training here or there, he'll be like, what did they ask you? And what did you answer with? Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so many things. And one, that turns people off because you're not listening to them. You're just pitching for no reason to fill space. And that was one of the most important things I could have ever learned was the power on the other end of the phone, on the other, other, other end of the conversation is when you just be quiet yeah, and you listen yeah, and you respond with what is necessary and truthful and real. And it goes right back into like the personal development side as well right? in the idea that Matt talks about, which is like every now and then you can't give information to a person when they're not ready for it. You know, you mm-hmm. have to protect yourself in that way. So same idea, like if if you're not listening to the room, you could end up hurting somebody 
by saying something that they're not ready to hear yet. And you weren't listening enough to hear that and recognize that. And that's something that I've struggled with in the past where I'll say something at the wrong time with totally good intentions, but it blows up in my face because I wasn't listening, I wasn't down into the room. And it sucks because mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I thought that you would want to hear that. Like I, I was genuinely trying to help or I was genuinely trying to be funny. And if you don't listen at all times, if you're not really present in the room, yeah. you're going to say the wrong thing. And then it's on you. Yeah. And you become the bad guy in a, in a case where you, you, you didn't mean to be, you know. For sure. Yeah, you know, it's all about being present. It's this uh, the idea of presence and... I have a whole chapter on curiosity, this genuine curiosity. And if if you're listening, and see, here's the deal. So, so all these, all these, it's hard not to talk about all the chapters because they really are connected into one thing, right? But if you're, it, it's not just being quiet. You have to be quiet, and then during that space, you have to be unselfish and present. Yeah. And it's exhausting to be quiet correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Yeah. So, so for instance, I've been hired before to be a consultant of sorts and spent eight to 10 hours listening to a room, listening to speeches, listening to people talk and interact and whatnot, and haven't said much more than maybe 20 words all day. Yeah. Right. And I'm getting paid at a high level to sit there and be quiet. But at the end of the day, they want to know what I heard. Right. They mm-hmm. want to know what did what what did I get from that that yeah. they can learn from and grow from. And if I don't have answers throughout the entire day, if I wasn't completely present, they're gonna know the difference, right? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of a day of listening and and just taking notes and and really being engaged, to be engaged in something is exhausting. Mm-hmm. To be totally present and not let your mind wander to Anywhere. someplace else at all. Yeah, and and that's the tough part too. Is like. You can miss one thing, and that's the one thing you needed to hear. So if you aren't fully in that place, and if you're not extremely engaged with your whole mm-hmm. body, your whole mind, literally nothing can come into your head, you're, there's a good chance you missed the one thing you needed yeah. to hear no matter how long they're talking. Yeah, and I'll tell you this too. That, that will be the one thing that the other person remembers. Yeah. Right. Was the thing you were not listening to. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think I had told you guys this. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, so I won't make it long just in case I do repeat it. But I, I think I told you guys that I started doing that with Jake when he's telling me something and I'm not listening. And I've started doing that where I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not listening to you. Will you say it again? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't listening right then and I, and I missed whatever you said. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's funny because that all washes away. Yeah. Like it the the resentment or the frustration when you're like you're not, you know, you are you are you listening to me? And I'm like, "You know what? No, I wasn't. Will you will you say that one more time?" And then it's <laughs> what what's it going to do be mad? Yeah. Like he can't. Right. Because yeah. because but, you've but if you say it. if you say yeah and then try to paraphrase the last couple things he said. Oh, and I've done that a million times. Right. And you can get a lot of it right. But you didn't hear it. But he knows the truth. Yeah. You weren't yeah. really listening. You weren't fully engaged. Just say yeah. no. Just say, nope, I sure wasn't. And yeah. that that's something powerful that I've like, even with with you, Matt, I've been able to do that in the last couple of days. We've both been able to do that back and forth. And you've always been really good about it. But like there were a couple of times where like I had to check a message on Instagram for the studio or like uh, or a friend text me or whatever. 
And depending on what we had going on, I would either choose to do that and tell you that and go fully into that, mm-hmm. or I would put it down and I'd be like, oh, this is what happened. I'm paying attention to you right now. Yeah. And then you gave me the choice to do what you thought was best at that time. But it's it's such a power move. It really is when you're able to be humble and present in that way. Because then it's like, okay, here's the here's the facts. Here's the information. What do you want me to do with it? And if yeah. it's somebody you genuinely care about your relationship with, then you can trust their answer and, and then you have to listen, you know? And and this this will help you too in um, learning to say no, which is very right. powerful. A, a small example, I'm sitting at, at the desk yesterday because you were at your wedding mm-hmm. and uh, Joey was teaching, which by the way, your first time teaching, Woo! Joey. Joey killed, killed it. it, killed it, killed it. He did so good. We got to get a better clap sound. I know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, really, it's, yeah it's a lot. But anyway, I'm sitting <laughs> at the desk and, you know, here's the deal. I trained you how to do this stuff. So I know how to do it. But when you're out of practice, you're out of practice, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sitting there going, oh, it's, it's a little bit, I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know? And and so um, so I'm doing that. And then one of one of our crew members comes up. Truman and he says hey uh here's the iPad because I was going to listen to Joey and he's like just hit record when the class starts and I told him no you you need to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like oh you just have to hit the record button and I said I know I get that but what I'm telling you is I'm not focused on this and this only right and I have I I'm pretty sure that there's a good chance that I would miss it because it's not my primary focus right this second so if you could take this, hit the record button, hand it to me. That that way, I know it's being recorded. Right. Then I can listen to it when I have a chance. Mm-hmm. But I, but that's like one of the most important things is we hit the record button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so knowing that thing, I I refuse to take responsibility for this unless he says, hey, well, I can't for this reason and this reason and this reason. Then I say, okay, good. Then I got that. And if I took that. Nothing else Would could have be mattered. on right. my plate. I have to make that my only one responsibility. 100%. Yeah. And that and that's so cool. I had a similar moment, like in between the two classes, where uh, I honestly wasn't expecting to teach the teens after the kids. I was super happy that I got the opportunity, but I wasn't expecting that. And so I uh, I was writing up like a little lesson plan of like things I could possibly do during the class, and uh, and and a couple of the crew members came up and were asking me questions, which normally I'm all about. And then finally, after like the second or third question, I felt like you, I was like, guys, honestly, I have to focus on this right now. <laughs> like I need to get this done so that I can be present when people come in for class. And then they were like, oh, oh, but they weren't used to hearing it. So there was a little bit of like a what? And then they totally got it right away. But it was like this weird thing where it was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and people will respect <laughs> you more, you know, and so. So, you know, just, just this last thought here on, on being quiet. There's this formula that I came up with a long time ago. I tried to write a book about it, but I wasn't in a state <laughs> of mind to be able to write a book. But I, I, I tried. And the, the formula, it's, it's for acting, but it really works for life. It's this idea of thoughts plus emotions equal movement. Thoughts plus emotion equals movement. And movement is a big category. So movement could mean moving your mouth. Movement could mean moving physically or not moving physically. Um, you know, movement's a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. So the idea being what I think about changes how I feel. How I feel 
Change ends up you. changing what I oh. say or or don't say or do or don't do, etc. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, therefore, where does it all begin? Well, it begins with thought life. So, as an actor, you can't have thought life unless you've memorized correctly and done your work, right? Mm-hmm. As a as a teacher, as somebody that let's say you're going to facilitate this thing tomorrow, I can't have an active thought life going on if I'm feeling, you know, nervous or underprepared, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you realize that when you're thinking, I mean, we, we, we think 50,000 thoughts a day, mm-hmm. 50,000. Dang. It's, an, it's a crazy. It's a lot of thoughts. It's like, almost, <laughs> it's like almost 40 thoughts a minute. Like you're going, yeah. okay, there's all this going on that's in my wild. head. Right. So if you have to be so, that's what I'm saying. You have to be so disciplined to stay present and and you need to protect yourself or you will fail at this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that means you put your phone away. Like mm-hmm. not in the room. Like Shay's phone's right here. You, your phone should be literally out of the room, mm-hmm. in the other spot, right? Mm-hmm. So that you know for sure, 100% right now, you're the only thing that matters to me. Yep. And then this becomes the only thing that matters to me. And the more you do that, where you segment your focus, you can be fully in and you accomplish more on whichever thing you're doing right now. Yeah. So I didn't mean to rip on you with your phone, shape, but the idea being here, if you think about it, you're fully engaged in this podcast right mm-hmm. now. And a minute ago, you were fully engaged in preparing for our casting, mm-hmm. but you can't be both. For sure. So if you allow yourself to stress over one thing, then you're not fully in on the other thing, right? And that's why, and to your credit, there have been times where you said, I'm out of the podcast today. Yeah, yeah. It, it, last it, week. Last it was week. hard. It was hard. Let me tell you. <laughs> and it sucked. I was, and I was so bummed about it. But but the funny <laughs> thing was, is I knew that without a shadow of a doubt that that I wasn't going to be on it that day. And I knew oh. it because of, because of what I had in front of me. Mm-hmm. And because what I was doing was trying to be unselfish. So I'm like, okay, we can get this podcast out. The boys can do the podcast. They can do their thing. And then I can make their lives easier by getting this stuff done, which will make everybody's lives easier tomorrow. <laughs> where, and, and you did that in a hundred percent. You were correct. Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah. There, and, there, and it was, well, and there even if you thought. had the, even if you decided to do it and squeeze it in and whatever, the, the issue is this, there was too much stress going on. Oh, I wouldn't have been present. You wouldn't have been present. No, right. I would have been thinking about it the entire time. And yeah. this is what most people do is they go home and they think about work Mm -hmm. and they go to work and they They think think about home home. and they're not fully present in either place. Right. Yep. And that's why I say it's, it's less about balance and more about counterbalance Mm -hmm. where it's, it's okay that sometimes is more family. Like you had a bender, right? And I I call it bender because it's three days away with friends and and Mm -hmm. your husband. And like, that's great. Like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, And you need to be all in during that time. And then like, that's a counterbalance. You were zero here, all there. Mm -hmm. Great. Then you come back here, and if you're here for like four hours today, then you're all in for four hours. Then you, and I want you to go home, be yep. all in when you're home. If you have to be back on another idea or job from the house, you shut the door or yeah. whatever, and you're like, I'm all in on this thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like everybody gets your full everything you got at all times, mm-hmm. and your relationships just flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what's funny about like last week you being off the podcast is it goes back to that whole idea of like you you're praised for it. Because I, t- I told Matt and Ryan, and I was like, I was like, guys, I don't, I don't want to do this podcast <laughs> without Shay, <laughs> and and they both kind of looked at me and they were like, they were like, no, we we have to do the podcast and like and and we want her on it too, obviously, but like she's not gonna be on it. 
But like from that feeling, seriously, like I was sad you weren't going to be on the podcast. But in order to get Joey off of his sadness, I said exactly what you just said. I was like, she's making the unselfish choice right now to do this, this, and this. She's doing it for us. We have a responsibility to do this podcast, do it at a high level, mm-hmm. keep this ball moving the way she's keeping that ball moving. Yeah. We just need to be grateful. Like yeah. that's all we got to do and we got to move forward. Yeah. And you know, and not pretend like it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. She's making a sacrifice. Admit it that it's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Praise her for that thing. Thank her for that thing. Be joyful. And then we have to do our part on our end to do a, a good podcast. Yeah. And so then we did that. But the cool part was that she ended up getting lifted up on the podcast because of that. Of course. Right. And it right. wasn't just because of the sole thing, but that definitely contributed because it was it was just another action that proved what we already felt about well, and, and what was it, where right? We just talked about it. It was unselfishness, Yep. right? And, and this is another thing that I, I'm hoping to really dive into tomorrow, but this idea of what you put out comes back to you. Right. Always, right? So what, were you, what did you do, right? This unselfishness, et cetera. Well, then today, what happened? You, you had recorded something. You needed something shifted, mm-hmm. and you needed Joey's help because mm-hmm. he's our tech guy. And you reached out to him. He had an appointment. Yep. He moved his appointment immediately. Just said, hey, I'm going to be a couple minutes late. He got your thing done. And, and I was here, by the way. So I saw him. He, he did it without even thinking. It was like right. like right away. And you were the only thing he was thinking about. Until yeah. that thing was done, he wasn't going to go do the next thing. Right. And you weren't thinking about them. Yeah. You text them and said, hey, I'm going to be a little late. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And then all of a sudden, you were like 100% focused on this. And then, of course, life works itself out. His yeah. appointment was running late, so it didn't matter. And he had time to sit here and watch a Larry Fitzgerald yeah. video before he went down there. And then what was so cool is, again, it's all these it's all these things, right, that happen because they're supposed to. And what was so cool about that was Joey left. You were meditating, so you were out for the count. I'm by myself trying to get this thing done that is a personal thing that doesn't have anything to do with work that I had a deadline on, right? Joey had already helped me. I knew he had an appointment. I knew he had somewhere to be. And I run into an issue and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> like, like I can't, he, he already gave me a hundred percent and it would, at this point it would be selfish to call him in the middle of his appointment and say, I need you to help me. Yeah. So there, that was a non-negotiable. So I was like, Shay, figure it out on your own. And by the help of Google and YouTube, I figured it out. And it was like so cool because I got to benefit from not having to interrupt his day again. And I got to learn a new skill. So that way I don't have to go running to him every time I, I need something like that done. And it, it just ended up so cool. Cause now I feel like I can be of help and service to Joey when he needed something like that done. Mm-hmm. Cause now I know how to do it. That's right. So and it, whether or not you do it ongoing or not, or do that for him. Right. You'll you, you're so much better at so at, at so many other things too that you could lift him up in a bazillion ways. Yeah. And you do all the time, by the way. Mm-hmm. But but you but you can. But I, like I love this idea, this this attitude that's been instilled in you, and I I think it always always there. You know, I mean, I I like to think I, I can pat myself on the back for hiring somebody <laughs> with amazing character. But <laughs> but let's let's say it's been enhanced. Mm-hmm. You know, this idea of when I run into an obstacle. I don't say I can't. I yeah. don't say I'm stuck. I don't say I, I, I say, how could I possibly? Is there a way? 
and I try to find it. Yeah. And by the way, the next option was was shake me and wake yeah. me up. And and I and I would have, and that's the thing. So I knew Perfect. I knew that in the worst case scenario, I had somebody to have my back. Boom. But the but what is the it's the thing you talk about all the time what is the one thing that you can do to make everything else easier and yeah. I'm like okay if I can try to figure this out by myself um one I'm learning a new skill and two I'm not I'm not having to op, you know get you guys out of your place to help me with something personal so but again I knew in the bottom of my heart if I ran into a problem I could have just called Joey or woken you up and yeah. it would have been fine. And you guys yeah. would have been like, yep, I'll help you. And it would have been fine. But I kind of didn't want to bank on that. Mm-hmm. So that was cool too. I was like, Shay, you need to you need to pretend like you are alone <laughs> in this studio and have nobody. Mm-hmm. And then worst case scenario happens and you can fall back. But why? Like, yeah. why, why bank on that stuff? Right. Like, you know, it's just like we were talking about today. Like, yes, you want to have all these things in place. And then you can, there's always that thing in the back of your mind that's like, you know, end of the day, I can bang on this. End of the day, I can wing it. End of the day, I can do this. And it's like, you can, but why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would you set yourself up to go to your last resort right. before you've gone to A, B, C, D, and E first? And yeah. also, like, it, it it sets you up to not be dependent on something. Th- that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, like, what would I have done if you were out of the country uh-huh. and everybody was gone? Yeah. <laughs> and this is such a silly thing. Like it's not, it wasn't a big deal, but it, it was a big deal for my personal life, you know? Uh-huh. And, and like, and, and it always feels good to learn something new and be successful in it. It just does. To learn a new skill is so fun. Yeah. It just but it's, is. it's also this idea too, where, where you, as you start to do this stuff and you realize, okay, like, what'd you say? You said, um, I, I turned to Google and mm-hmm. YouTube and I found some answers <laughs> and whatnot. Right. It, you start to catch people or yourself and you and you realize, oh, wait a minute, am I making an excuse? Am I saying yeah. am I saying something that's an absolute when really I shouldn't be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and someone might and then all of a sudden when someone gives you an excuse and says, oh, well, I didn't get this in because of whatever. Immediately, your first thought is like four or five options of wondering, did they try X, Y, yeah. Z? It's literally the did you turn the computer on and off? Yeah. Like. And all that. And I, I remember the first time somebody told me, and I think I think it, it was either JL or Brian, and in the sweetest, kindest way, I asked them how to do something on the Mac. This was when I was learning. I had no idea how to work a Mac. <laughs> and they, in the nicest, most genuine way, said, did you look it up on Google? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> that never even crossed my brain. Because there's a weird fine line, and we can get into this later, there's a weird fine line between... Um, Asking for help when you know it could get something done quicker and like asking for help is either the smarter way, like work smarter, not harder or the lazy or the lazy way. Exactly. So it's like, are you asking for help because this is a time sensitive issue and I know Joey can get this done quicker than I can. Yeah. Like let's, let's put that energy on that or am I asking because I don't want to learn and I don't I don't really care to do it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know yeah and, and there were some there were some wonderful people that have been in and out of the studio in the past and I yeah. can tell you with a lot of certainty one of the reasons why some of them are not here anymore and and I'm talking about way past mm-hmm. and the idea was actually because of my why 
my why was specifically I'm looking to bring people in and they were, you know, they were good people, this and that, but it, it wasn't necessarily for the right why. Yeah. So I'm, I'm recruiting someone in why to replace me. Why? So I can go home and be lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my why. Cause I thought in my mind, that's what successful looked like. Right. Cause I thought I was deluded and thought that, that successful people, when they reach a certain level, they are just to, home all the time and yeah. they don't do anything and like they, they become rich and they don't do anything. So, <laughs> so I had this idea of like, that's what success was in my mind. And it's such the opposite of that, mm-hmm. yeah. but you don't know it until you kind of, you kind of put yourself through the ringer a few times and then realize, oh yeah, like this is never going to end. It's, yeah. It, ever. You tell it to us all the time to our team. It's, it's the idea that, um, you, you don't work hard to not have to work anymore. You d- you do it to get better and then, overcome the new obstacle yeah you know you're you're not looking to get to a stopping point you're not looking to go there you're trying to push forward almost in chasing, a new way chasing the bigger obstacles yeah like yeah. it's it's turning the i always screw this up it's turning the decimal points into commas yeah you yeah. see what i mean yeah like you're De- so comma you're, decisions instead of decimal points yeah decimals. so and that's yeah. what you're chasing is mm-hmm. you're dealing with decimal decisions all day long, which are very important because those lead to the comma decisions. But you get to that point where success, you can you can measure by what kind of problems that you're dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and how can you delegate that down to your team so that way everybody's in their correct seats and they're dealing with decimal points and you're able to use the the unity of everything that has worked up to make that comma. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. Just chasing the commas instead of the decimal points. Boom! I think it's a great Boom. place to end yeah. right there, dude. I was feeling it. Yeah, it was uh, super, su- such a blessing to do the podcast with you guys. You guys, great energy today. So much fun. Um, thank you for listening. Have a deering day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>